0: Welcome to The One About Careers with Devin and Sarah Jane, a career podcast for adults involved with teens navigating life after high school.
1: We help you help your teens make informed education and career decisions by providing quality information and resources.
0: Join us for weekly bite-sized conversations covering various aspects of careers, including insights from professionals in different fields.
1: New episodes available every week at TheOneAboutCareers.com.
0: Okay, here we are back again um, with The One About Careers with Devin and Sarah Jane. Welcome, welcome. Um, this week, we're going to be talking about the labor market, and I could nerd out on this for a really, really, really long time because it is a perfect intersection of my education and experience. <laughs> um what I'm really curious about from you, Sarah Jane, is at what point in sort of your career as a career practitioner, did you kind of realize how powerful labor market information is? Grief. Or Probably. maybe you haven't, maybe you haven't reached that point yet. Yeah. It's <laughs> <No>. labor market. <laughs> I'm like,
1: when did I realize it? You know what? I don't know. I think the thing that sticks in my mind most was that there were lots of people graduating to be teachers at some point, and they couldn't get jobs. And that stuck in my brain. I was kind of like, huh, what's going on there? And of course, when you dive a little deeper, this is exactly what we're talking about in terms of labor market. So what what the hell does that even mean? So part of it is about how many jobs, basically how many jobs are there and how many people are there for those jobs? So there was one time in where I live geographically is that we were graduating essentially 12,000 people for 4,000 jobs. I'm not brilliant, but I know that that doesn't make sense. So, and and the, the other piece to realize is that those other 8,000 people who weren't going to get a job where we were, no one ever talked to them about where their job somewhere else. So this is part of when we're talking about labor market, how many jobs, um, how many people for those jobs, where are those jobs is another piece, of course. Like physically, um, you mean? Yes. Geographically. Yes. Physically, where they exactly. Like yeah. 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 I appreciate that. So, you know, do they exist where I want to live? Because that's a thing. Mm-hmm. you know um so what's your your other of course you know me there's tons of things i want to say what comes to mind when you're like talking or or when do you bring it up or what do you want to share about labor market Devin? letter it
0: <laughs> for me um usually after we've kind of had a couple of sessions and we have talked about what kinds of jobs might be a fit it's the piece of research of okay First, is, it's a lot of the stuff we've been talking about. What are the tasks? What are the working conditions? Do you have to commute? What is you know what is the actual job? Um, and then it's also this piece of where is it located? What does the demand look like in the next five to ten years? What kind of education do you need? Um, what's the salary look like? <laughs> what types of industries employ those people? Uh, what is the typical you know size of workplace? Or there is there a variety available? Is it the kind of job where you you know, you could work in any type of industry, you know, I'm thinking stuff in like business or whatever, or is it something where it's, it's very, very specific um, to a certain sector. So that is um general, how I introduce it is like, you want to know everything you can possibly find out. And, you know, fortunately we live in a society where that information is tracked and it's publicly available and it's free and, even despite the fact that a lot of it is like government is actually reasonably accessible, <laughs> it's fairly easy to navigate. Um, so that's usually where that comes in is, is me encouraging them to get as much information as possible. And I usually use that as like sort of a first stop. Okay. Let's, here's some websites and I'll surf them around and take them through how to use different tools that you can find online. Um, and then It's the next step is like, okay, go find some people who do that and get kind of the insider perspective. What does it actually look like? And then trying to get more about the working conditions, the tasks, the tolerables versus intolerables, the things that, you know, maybe are surprising or, um, um, or unexpected and those things you're not going to find in labor market information. So, um, I find it's an interesting exercise because usually it's the first time people have really done that. Um, And it's the first time they've really done career research that you could actually call career research. You know, it's not just going on a college or university website and going, oh, this program looks good. Oh, it says they have the graduate people who do this. I guess I'll go do that. Um, And that to me is really. It's kind of the first time they get something that's objective, and that's so huge for youth because they do have so many influencers pulling them. This is the first time that they're often looking at information that it's like, oh, okay, this is like what surveys say. This is what the census says. This is data-backed information. And I'm a huge fan of making data-informed decisions.
1: What? So do you want to mention the sites here that you would recommend or mm-hmm. do are we just going to list them in the notes?
0: We can do both. Um, so... The job bank is the nice easy peasy one. Um, If you go to jobbank.gc.ca, which we will link in the show notes, uh, you can do a search of um, different types of jobs and they set it up different ways. So it's like you can just search on a job and then look stuff up and they break it down between the different provinces and territories. Also for the more populated provinces, they break it down by regions within the province, um, which is really handy. The... um, The other thing you can do is you can search labor market information based on graduates from programs. So you can search like an area of study and then, you know, you can get information about, okay, how many people actually stay in that field? How many people go on to additional education? And I always find that's really, really key because a lot of people don't realize, um, you know, that they could be employable after a three-year college program um, or, you know, they could invest all the time and energy and money into a master's degree and not make much more money than they would in the college diploma <laughs> program. So that's always an interesting find when you come across those. Um, the other one I like, and it launched actually in the pandemic, um, it's it was the Labor Market Information Council or LMIC. Um, and that's an interesting one because they do have stats specifically on sort of, you can compare different years. And it was really nice in the pandemic to have that to be able to say like what Careers were really, really impacted by the pandemic. Um, and it actually pulls the data it pulls is based on number of job postings that they found publicly, um, where the job bank is from the census. That's where that comes from. So I'm a big fan of looking at different sources because with your census, it only happens every five years. If you have a weird technology change, so of course we know AI. Through a huge wrench in things in the last couple of years, that would not have been reflected in like the 2016 census. It probably wasn't all that reflected in the 2021 census, to be honest. So there are changes that are just not going to be in the job bank. And similarly with the LMIC, very cool resource. But if jobs haven't been publicly posted, if they've been posted in a um, members only place, or if they, you know, they never publicly posted a job, it was just, you know, a conversation or a series of conversations that were had, then it doesn't show up in their stats. So there's absolutely no perfect tool to do this, but I do like taking a couple of different approaches so that you get those different perspectives.
1: One of the things you mentioned is that sometimes there are some surprises to do with labor market. (laughs) Uh, So I'm curious about what are some of the surprises that you've heard about along your journey into careers?
0: Um. For me, I find there are times when it's like um, they tend to not be bad surprises. It makes it sound like they're bad surprises. But I think um, when the LMIC tool first launched, especially, I remember having a client around that time who was looking at stuff and did not find a lot of information. And when they went to the job bank, what they found out was for the career they're interested in, I can't for the life of me remember what it is now. I want to say it was graphic design. Um, There's actually a very, very high proportion of self-employment. So they were like, there's no information. I don't really know what to do, whatever. And it was like, think about where these people work, right? And it was landing on the job bank piece and going, a lot of people are self-employed. It actually said that in the profile. And, um, you know, it was stuff like that where, oh, I could be my own boss. Like, yeah, dude, you could be your own boss, <laughs> you know? So there can be really nice surprises that way, which is, uh, which is a good one. Um, I would say the bigger, maybe not so less nice surprises are what you were talking about in terms of geographic location. Mm. I want to do this. Oh, but I have to live in a city or I have to, you know, I want to work in, you know, arts administration. I want to work in the music business. I want to work, whatever, like you're probably not doing that in a small town. You probably need to be in a major market for that.
1: Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we, we talk about um, like elevator repair technicians, so you need to be where there are elevators. Um, and I, Don't mean to be rude, but sometimes, or sprinkler systems. So see that's, you know, it be. So why am I mentioning that is because sometimes in rural land, we don't even know those jobs exist because Mm -hmm. they don't, they're not that prevalent. Doesn't mean they're not needed. They're just not that prevalent uh, where we live. And so we don't necessarily know and labor market can impact that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And we, as parents don't necessarily know, you know, Where I live, um, there are different jobs available as opposed to where other people live. And so that kind of labor market stuff can be really expansive in terms of, oh, I didn't realize there are these opportunities. Yes, they happen to be further away, but they are there. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's okay that there's other opportunities. Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing I think is the, um, so for instance, social services, one of my clients couldn't get uh a job without having a driver's license and no one had ever talked about that and she was at college doing her, she was actually we were a placement uh site for her and um couldn't get a job because she didn't have a driver's license people think what really Mm -hmm. Yep. You didn't need to have a vehicle, but you had to have a driver's license because most of the places required driving. Remember, we talked about tasks. Remember, we talked about working conditions. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was some of the surprises. So uh, as you said, labor market information is really useful. And it's also good sometimes to talk to people because sometimes the labor market information isn't as up to date. Uh, For instance, the idea of uh, and I'm not gonna necessarily use the right word, but I'm gonna use a term I understand, like a drone operator. There's actually work in that. Did people know that? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so looking at where those are employed, how they're employed, yes, I think it's gonna change because I suspect that you know computers are gonna operate a lot of drones. Um, but again, it depends on what kind of, you still have to program some information. Oh, there's that um Mm -hmm. and the other thing I want to be really just let people know is be very careful you know there's there's always these what's the new hot job for 2023 or 2024 or 2025 whatever it is people are like what what job should I go into now I don't know I don't know you so the the hot jobs might not be a good match for you at all and that's okay there are lots of other jobs that we still need. You know, last week I was at um, at a career conference looking at trends and, you know, one of the things that kept coming up is um, medical technicians. And by that, I mean things like x-ray, MRI, mm-hmm. CT, those kinds of operators. Uh, do we talk about those? No, we talk about nurses and doctors. and psws holy cow this is a whole nother piece that Mm -hmm. we absolutely need people in and i bring it up just to be mindful that we don't always know you know it might not be the hot sexy thing everyone talks about programming right now or um and i know lots of i don't know lots of people but i know people are heading in that direction because they know someone there and that's where they think the money is you actually know how volatile, like the tech industries are. You just need to go to some, uh, you know, here it's outside Ottawa or down in um, Silicon Valley. You'll mm-hmm. start to learn really quickly. You know how volatile some of these things are. So just being mindful of those. I'm not saying don't go. Yeah. I'm saying be mindful. And that's what the labor market piece is: is yeah. understanding the whole picture as much as we possibly can. As we're much always we going to be surprised yeah, um, and sure. sometimes beautifully and wonderfully and fantastically surprised. Yeah. Um, yep. So thanks for this conversation. Is there anything else you want to talk about when we're talking? To, I know we could go on and on and on. Yeah, anything if... else you just want to share? Perhaps <laughs> we'll end there.
0: Before we <laughs> wrap it up. No, perhaps we will end it there. I think that might be a, might be a good idea. It's fun.
1: All right, see you next time, or hear you, I guess, next time on The One About Careers.
0: Thanks for listening to The One About Careers podcast.
1: You can catch up with past episodes at theoneaboutcareers.com.
0: Join us next week for another bite-sized conversation.